0: just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks. My name is Roxanne Wilson and it's Wedding Wednesday. And I'm very excited to have my first guest on Wedding Wednesday. Her name is Laura Chumbly. I knew her before she was Chumbly, just I want the record to state, I um,
1: think
0: <laughs> really funny how you meet. The people. Lauren is with Eclipse Event Co, which is the wedding and event company extraordinaire in Austin, Texas and Orange County because I'm the Orange County person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lauren and I met through church. Then we met again when I was doing radio and she was a big event coordinator for a large company. And then one day walking down the street, I was like, hey, Lauren, I literally ran. That's what you do in Texas. You run into people on the street. And I'm like, if ever you need help with weddings, I've done a lot of events, and I love the wedding planner. I did say that to her. And I loved JLo and the wedding planner, which I just, whatever. Now I'm like, did I really say that? I'm like, let me know. And I should have known, because Lauren has always been a go-getter. She is on it. If ever you have a chance to work with her, you want to, that the next thing I knew, knew I was actually coordinating weddings (laughs) It's what you wanted. It's what you wanted. Yeah. So hi, Lauren. Thank you for being here.
1: Of course, thanks for having me. Absolutely, so first of all, tell us, how did you get into the wedding space? So, um, I didn't wanna be like J-Lo, I actually wanted to be like Gwyneth Paltrow, if you ever saw that movie, Sliding Doors. Yes, was she a wedding planner? She was a PR professional, she was in public relations, but what she was doing was like having launch events and doing all these fun things, and I was like, I wanna do events. And then, so I saw that movie in high school, and I stayed the track. I just I knew I wanted to major in public relations, and I did. And then uh, I knew I wanted to do events, and so it just turned into weddings because I loved weddings. Uh, um, that they were pretty, that they were fun. And then the longer I've been in it. And especially in the different phases of my life, there's just so much more that I appreciate being able to be a part of someone's inner circle, someone's circle of trust. And it just means more and more the, the older I get. And so I thought I would like weddings less and less as I get into my mid to late 30s, but I'm still enjoying all of it.
0: You do light up too. when you're like, and you, then you go at my wedding and you light up like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was only seven years ago, but then I have to clarify: I am only still in my mid thirties, so that's true. Yes, <laughs>
0: not thirty comment. <laughs> well, I want to talk to you more about weddings, but I, I have actually come in contact lately with a lot of younger than I am, younger than you are, uh, women who are really interested in getting to the event space, but they don't know how to start. So, can you speak to that, and what what, what do you recommend that they do?
1: I don't recommend emailing someone and be like, how do I get into events? I recommend doing the work on your end. Uh, I never once said, how do I get into events? I, um, so the story of how I very, very first started, which I guess would have answered your last question is I worked at Ann Taylor. So I was working retail and the person was writing with a check and I said, can I see your ID? And she goes, Oh, actually it's my business check. And her company was Austin wedding planner or something like that. And I was like, I want to be a wedding planner. Oh my God. Is this what you wear to the wedding? And I'm not kidding you, Roxanne. It was a pink cocktail dress. Like why would I ever think that she would wear this beautiful pink cocktail dress as a wedding planner? Like she literally laughed at me and kind of rolled her eyes and she's like, no, here's my card. Let me know if you ever need to talk. And so I emailed her, I set up a meeting and I took her out to coffee. Like I just made it happen. And it wasn't like, tell me everything you do, you know, or it wasn't over email, which when you are, when you are so, um, not burdened because I'm very grateful for it, but when you're so inundated with all your work and you get this email saying, how do I become a wedding planner? I'm just like, I don't have time for you right now. Um, but I went to school for it. Like somebody said, Jill, our friend Jill, um, said, you know, when I was finishing up at university of Texas, that she teaches at ACC, the community college for wedding and event planning. And I was like, that is how I will become an event planner. That is how I will do it. And I just did it. And then any wedding planner I met along the way, I would say, can I take you to lunch? Can I take you to coffee? Something to where it's something nice for them and I'm treating them to it. And I paid out of pocket, Mm -hmm. um, to, for their time, you know, looking back now, I'm like, I'm very grateful for those women for taking an hour out of their very busy day to talk to me more about the industry and meet everyone. Um, so some more advice, look up your local chapter of either ILEA or NACE, or if you have an ABC, um, the Association of Bridal Consultants. Uh, we don't have one here in Austin, but you know, when I was right out of, I was probably 22, 23, in that hospitality program, I joined ILEA as a student and I just showed up to happy hour knowing no one. And what does ILEA stand for, for those who don't know? International Live Events Association, um, or there's the National Association for Catering and Events. But um, just go to those industry events, Google them. Google is your friend and, and find them and show up and meet everyone because there's no way I would have been able to start this business with Christy and have the success that we have without spending a lot of time investing in networking. And I... Laugh at my dad now because he would make fun of me so much for going to networking events, which is just happy hour. But especially in this industry, and you're very well aware of that as well, it's very relationship based. It really is. And you need to cultivate those relationships, and that's how you turn into a successful business owner or you get hired. I love
0: that. That's such great advice. And I will second the fact that I'd much prefer spending an hour to talk to someone than actually write an email to try and explain to them how to. Um, become a wedding planner. So, in, in all actuality, I know we're in a world of te- everyone likes to text or email, but oh my gosh, in person is so much more refreshing to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and had a job offer out of that. You have no idea yeah. what will come from that.
1: Yeah, we had a full-time planner who we just met um, at the Alia Happy Hour, and it's just it's a, it's, it's a it's a funny business like wedding planning in particular because it's so it ebbs and flows with clients. But, um, I met her at the, I happy hour. She gave me her business card. She's like, I want to be a wedding planner. And, um, I was like, Oh, okay, thanks. And then, um, literally two days later we got a phone call for a wedding. We got a phone call that Wednesday and the wedding was that Saturday and we were like, we need an assistant. Like you're to pay." And um, I was like, I met that girl at happy hour. And so like, this is literally how that worked. Roxanne's going to yoga. Lauren had a coffee meeting with the client we met and now <laughs> she's a planner and an OC. Like that is how it works. That's
0: amazing. And that's true. That is actually how it works. So keep that in mind. Thank you for that. That's really good info. Cool. So let's talk about weddings because there are a lot of people out there getting married constantly, obviously. Yeah. Um, yes. but some of the questions, some of the things that You mentioned it was like you're in that trust circle, which is so exciting. As a wedding planner, you are. You're spending a lot of time with with the bride or bride and groom or more. Um, But you also are dealing with, you're almost a counselor in some ways, wouldn't you say? Yes. Especially this week, I would say it. (laughs) Because it can be a stressful time, right? Family is stressful. If you've ever been to Thanksgiving dinner, you know, it can be stressful. But what do you do? I have a couple questions that come in one is, what do you do when the mother is pushing, mother and the bride is really pushing for tradition? You must do things like, for example, have a cake. You have to have a cake. You have to do the garter and the bouquet. What do you do as a young person who's never been married before hearing all these things that they don't want to do it? How do you handle that?
1: It's funny because when I first got engaged, my friend gave me a card that says, you're going to get it was a, a ring on it. It was just congratulations engagement. You're about to get a lot of advice. Here's my best piece of advice. And then I opened it up and it said, do whatever you want. Yeah. And, um, and it's true. And, you know, from our standpoint, our ideal clients are a little bit older. They're in their late twenties, their early thirties, and they're a little more sure of themselves and have, um, Just a little bit more, not to say backbone, but just the confidence to say, that is not what I want for my wedding. Mm -hmm. And so if you but to your example of a cake, I think there's an easy solution. Let's say the clients really want um, uh, an ice cream sandwich bar. They don't like cake. They don't like traditional cake. It's just just not their vibe of modern millennialness. And so get what we call a smash cake. It's like a 10 inch round cake. We have a grocery store in Texas called I literally picked one up for the bride and groom. It was $13 because they needed to have a cake because they were gifted a cake cutter and they were gifted um, a cake topper from family who really wanted them to have a cake. So it was maybe this big. It cost them $13. It looked really nice with all of their, what we call a heritage table, all the family um, wedding pictures on it. And it fit right in and right outside was their real dessert. So there is a compromise to be had. They cut the cake. They have a picture of the cake cutting. They use the cake topper. They use the gifts. Um, but they got what they really wanted, which was the ice cream sandwich dessert. I love it. So I, I, compromise. Think, yeah, I think there's always a compromise. What about a garter toss? <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'll ever see a parent pushing a garter toss specifically because sure. it can be kind of raunchy. Just like a <laughs> But if it's a bouquet toss, then you're just looking at logistics. What if the mom's pushing it because her 35 year old daughter, you know, is getting married and I'm like, well, legitimately, how many single women are going to be there? Right. Or cool. Let's not make it awkward. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't think they want you to know how single they are and the fact that they are single at a wedding, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not in our early twenties anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think when they are in their early twenties, you see less, um, not to say headbutting, but you see less pushing on the client side because they are young and you know they're, maybe they're the first of their friends to get married and they haven't seen anything you know happen, like get executed and know how it works okay. other than when they were really little. So um, yeah, my, my answer is there's always a compromise.
0: I love that. So look for the compromise and maybe not answer the question immediately, but go back without emotion. And think of a compromise and kind of go from there. That's all the time we have this week, but be sure to check back next Wednesday when we continue our conversation with Lauren and get you some great advice from two wedding planners on all things weddings. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on Wedding Wednesday, please email me at Roxanne at RoxanneWilson.com. Also, please subscribe to Rox Talks at iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast. We so appreciate you commenting as well. All of that, rating it, helps so much. Thanks again. See you next time. Bye. Knock, knock. Who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest spe- sale special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But... We're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true, but here's the surprise. When you get on the waitlist, list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals steep deals, and the actually the launch of social emails. It is officially here, and when you're one of the first 100, you get a special surprise, three bonuses, and a deal. And also, new kits. We have a new kit. The Hero Product Kit is now live. So many things. I'm not supposed to tell you all this, but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash Black Friday. Get on the wait list, and boom, the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them. Enjoy. I'll see you over there.